I recently had a chance to chat with Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bibo. She touched on a number of topics, including the Pork Promotion and Research Agency, which was announced last week. This is something that the pork producers were asking for. Actually, uh, a similar agencies already exist in a few provinces, but uh, their expectation was to have only uh, pan-Canadian agencies so they can join forces and resources. And uh, also, <laughs> they were asking the federal government to apply the, the fee to pork uh, importation. So this means additional revenues for them to make more promotion and research for the sector. And I uh, wanted to talk a little bit about the um, last week's announcement uh, for Food Banks Canada. Can you tell us uh, about that announcement? Yes, it was a, an announcement which was specific for the northern and remote communities. For those, so for those food banks who are not easily linked to the major uh, network, like like Food Banks Canada, as an example, but Second Harvest or, or Breakfast Club or, or others that we have been working with. Um, so we wanted to be sure that our funds uh, to support the people uh, most in need uh, were reaching the most remote communities. I wanted to touch a little bit on the uh, today's announcement about uh, rural uh, broadband. Um, the Canadian Federation of Agriculture was pleased to see that announcement. Can you can you tell us how that'll benefit farmers? Oh, this is so important. I think it's the most um, requested <laughs> uh, initiative that we all have in our rural communities. I'm I'm a member of Parliament representing a rural community and. Uh, this is what we want to invest in. And this is not only a matter of investing big money, but we want to make sure that our mechanisms um, are accessible and that our small communities have the capacity to to take advantage of these. So this is why we have announced uh, a few different tasks for them to be able to put in place uh, rapid initiatives as well. And others uh, are focusing on uh, cellular or low satellite. So we are looking, you know, at different type of, of innovation so we can reach uh, everyone across the country. We finally got a date on the Egg um, Minister's meeting coming up uh, later, later this month. Um, can you just talk a bit about, um, you know, what will be discussed there? Obviously, improving agri-stability is a top priority. Uh, we'll have a good conversation on ASF, African Swine Fever. Uh, so these are very important topics. I know we'll talk also about the, uh, the fees that is now imposed by some uh, big retailers. Uh, and uh, we all, always take this opportunity to uh, give some update to our provincial colleagues on the federal responsibilities. So it's around uh, international trade, for example, science and innovation, Uh, So this is an opportunity to update everyone on these topics as well. That was Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebo. Farm Credit Canada has released its update for the 2020 grains, oilseeds and pulse sector. Glendalee Allen-Vosser talked with FCC's Principal Agricultural Economist Craig Clemmer. Uh, We had a good crop. We've seen, you know, really strong exports and movements of grains and some delivery options for producers, uh, removal of some of these tariffs uh, for lentils going into India, and, and actually some fairly strong demand from grains and oilseeds even into China. So 
you know, what turned out to be a year of, of a lot of uncertainty, you know, quickly turned to be a much more favorable year than what we saw, um, you know, entering into 2020. Crops coming off pretty decent. Yeah, you know, overall, after a few years here of pretty challenging harvest conditions, uh, we had a, a longer, drier spring or fall here, and, and harvest conditions were, were quite favorable. Um, you know, obviously, there were some delays here and there, but, you know, we got the crop off in, in uh, you know, average to, uh, you know, above average time. And when we look at the overall quality and size of the crop, uh, you know, things are generally looking pretty good from a, a Western Canadian perspective. Lots of interest as far as uh, exports and sales. Yeah, you know, with continued, uh, you know, good capacity on the rail system, we, you know, that's uh, been supporting fairly, you know, strong export regime so far. And, uh, you know, when we look at the marketplace right now, oil seeds look to be very strong. Um, we're seeing expansion of the Chinese hog herd, and that's creating some export opportunities for corn and soybeans into into China. Um, and and in turn, that's really raising up and supporting, uh, you know, both feed grains and cereal or oil seeds uh, globally. Uh, in addition to just general strong demand from other parts of the world, we've seen some you know different production challenges in in certain you know in several parts of the world, and and as a result, is creating a a fairly favorable um, outlook here, you know, at least over the next six months for for Western Canadian grains and oilseeds. Still some challenges with trade. Absolutely. You know, we, we always seem to have some challenges with trade. We'd, we'd like to see some, some uh, you know, access uh, increase for things like peas. Um, and, you know, that Indian market opened up completely for pulses. Um, and, and obviously there's some some challenges from region to region in terms of getting our product there but overall i think the the picture is looking better than it has been and and i think that's some good news stories for for producers here in, in saskatchewan western canada so going forward now what are some things we should be watching for or monitoring what are we looking at for those overall stock to use ratios um you know when we think about the north american market it's very much driven by by what those uh, look like. So things like uh, demand for ethanol is, is going to impact it, demand for feed, uh, as well as just those exports. So that's something that we got to keep an eye on. And, and where do we see this stock to use um, ratio kind of uh, taper out and, and find that, that spot here? And, and we'll keep getting increased clarity as we know more and more as the crop comes off in, in the United States. Other things that I think we need to be uh, paying attention to is, is you know, the Canadian production here. Um, you know, if we still look at it, the, the numbers that we're getting from Statistics Canada, as well as the numbers that we're seeing at the provincial level, you know, we're seeing them narrow a little bit, but just how big is that crop here in, in Western Canada? And, and there's some more and more clarity happening all the time there. We do know that we had a bigger than... Uh, a bigger crop this year than we did last year, and we know that the quality is there. I've been talking with Craig Clemmer. Craig is a principal agricultural economist with Farm Credit Canada. For Golden West, I'm Glendale Allen Bossler. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glendale Allen Bossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening, and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.